As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Saint Happy Hour podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his. I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, they have 136 draft beers. They have a 50-foot television. They have a menu to die for. LSU football Saturday. Tulane football Thursday. It is here, people. Real football that matters. The Pelican House. Go there. They're awesome. They support us, so you should support them. All right. Um... Andrew, I was so happy that Sean Payton today got in front of the media and admitted that the Saints 2014 draft sucked. They cut Ronald. Well, it's not. They cut Ronald Powell. They cut Sincerity. They cut Ford last year. What's left? It sucks. Yeah, it's sad when the one of the two guys left is a guy that couldn't beat out Brian Dixon or Terrence Frederick for playing time and was basically the eighth cornerback on your roster last year. That's one of the two guys left. Okay. Oh, Lord. Um, Dave, as as they cut down to 75, um, my concern is that a guy like Anthony Spencer, we were kind of counting on that guy to, like, not just make the team, but, like, contribute something. And, especially and, when you lost Gillette. Yeah, especially after Gillette. And now, like, uh, Spencer's gone. I look at the linebackers, and I'm like, it's like 20, 2011 bad at linebacker. Dave? I, well, I don't think they're that bad. At linebacker currently right now? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know. Not if Kikaha and Anthony are going to come on. I mean, you know, there's going to be some baby steps and learning curve. You can't expect them to just come out in the preseason and just start killing it. Uh, but uh, it, it's but it's hard it's hard to have faith in them when we just two minutes ago we're talking about um, how bad the Saints are at evaluating talent. So it's like, what reason do we have to believe that these guys are actually going to be good? Uh, especially a linebacker that they've always been historically terrible at the linebacker position in particular at finding guys and drafting guys there. Um, uh, so, you know, but but if they don't pan out, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's a good situation at all, at all. Kevin, 
I saved this yeah. question just for you. Oh, thanks. More likely to happen, Bobby Jindal becomes president, or the Saints as whatever a, the other whatever whatever the other option is, or whatever the other. Or option let me is. tell you, Donald Trump becomes president, or the Saints reach double-digit sacks for 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Double digit sacks as a team, right? As a team. As a Jesus, boy, that's a that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> son of a bitch. I mean, Trump. <laughs> Trump is. It's going to be huge. It's going to be classy. Um, all right. You're fired. You're fired. Um, all right. We're gonna we're gonna get all these linebackers. We're gonna cover them in gold leaf. All right, Kevin. It's gonna be classic. Kevin, I didn't realize that there were a lot of people in the media that I have dubbed them Junior Galat Galette Sack Truthers, like okay. uh, Christian Garrick. Uh, Holder. Okay, what is a sack truth? I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is the quiz. This is a quiz, and I'm gonna give you the questions, Kevin. You answer yes or no, and it determines whether you are a Junior Galette. Sack truther. Have you told okay. family, friends, or your Twitter followers in the last month? You know, most of Galette's sacks never actually affected outcome of a game. No. No. Have you told family, friends, or Twitter followers in the last month? You know, thirty-one point six seven percent of Junior Galette sacks came in games the Saints led by ten points or more in perfect weather conditions. No. Have you told friends, family, or Twitter followers in the last month, you know, Rob Ryan and Dennis Allen can scheme pressure, and they can get a rotting corpse six sacks? No. Have you told friends and family or Twitter (laughs) followers in the last month, you know, sacks and quarterback pressures don't matter anyway. The Bengals had a good defense, and they barely had any sacks. Plus, Sean Payton teams, they don't have a lot of sacks anyway. No. You're not a Galette truther. If you answered yes... To two of the four questions I just asked, Kevin, you're a Galette sack truth, truther. Hashtag all sacks matter. Dave. All right, you can send all emails of outrage to <laughs> Ralph, Ralph. at hotmail.com. All right, Andrew. That's H-O-T-M-A-L-E. I'm just going to say Cam Jordan better lead the team in sacks, but, Andrew, if I gave you $500 and I said go to Vegas – and bet on if there's going to be a Saints player that's going to have five sacks, would you make the bet? Um, yeah, I, I think Cam Jordan will have five sacks. No, and I think there's a decent. Him, oh, besides else, him, somebody else. Oh, oof. Well, I think Kikaha will probably have more than five if he's healthy. But that's a big if. He's got to make it through. You know, I would say double-digit games to ensure that happens. Um, but uh, that's a tough one. That, that, that is, I, I would say yes. I would bet on Kikaha having more than that, but that, that's dicey at best. Dave, I'm going to try to be positive now. Something I think historic is about to happen for the Saints. A training camp wide receiver hero hype guy is not only going to make the Saints team, I think there's a good chance he's going to play and have more than five catches. I'm talking about Willie Sneed. 
Okay, was, was that a question? Do you uh, agree with that? Do you think he's going to be, he's going to uh, play and catch more than five passes? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I do, I do. It's been said before by a lot of people, and I think there uh, seems to be a lot of truth to it. I mean, uh, he, he definitely, I think, could fill that Lance Moore type possession receiver role. Um, you know, just because from what we've seen and what we've heard, he's got really good hands. He's like a vacuum. Anything that you throw at him, he's going to catch. Uh, that was always kind of Lance Moore. Um, but uh, I think Brandon Coleman fits your description, too. I, I think he's a, a training camp superstar who's going to wind up catching definitely more than... Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Five passes uh, in the, the season. Uh, Kevin, or actually, yeah, Kevin, Jarris Bird. Is he dead? <laughs> is he a real person? Did he ever exist at all? Wait, wait, wait! I'm, I'm sorry. Say that. Say, say, say that again, because because uh, Dave Dave's food just came out, and, and the lady had to like the lady had to pull like a cup off the dish and all the ingredients just kind of like didn't they didn't fall so she had to like knock over the tower of ingredients on like these nachos and it's pretty spectacular <laughs> did is Jarris Bird is he going to play a, a game for the Saints is he real is he a ghost um, is he dead yeah, I thought they put him on IR they didn't put him on IR that was like a, just a Twitter thing yeah, that was a that was a that was a devious. He's, he's currently on PUP. That was a devious, devious thing by a couple of people on Twitter uh, that is just wrong to to fake a retweet from uh, Rap Sheet saying that he got put on IR. Deviously wrong. Um, but Kevin, do you have do you have any confidence at all that you're going to see him play this year? No, none. <laughs> none. I have no confidence that I'm going to see him play a single game this season at this point, and that's that's disappointing. Like, like, like weren't you guys saying last week that he might be the worst free agent signing yeah. in Saints history? Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, he sure. I think this would, this, this would all but cement it. He sure was a trade, This would though. all but cement it. That's true. Good point. Yeah, like. He's, who's sure they did? No, he wasn't, no, he wasn't a trade. He was a wasn't he? Good point. What's that? Wasn't he a free agent? No, he's Shuler. They traded a, They gave up a third-round pick. Ah, and then they gave him the contract after that? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I think minimum, best-case scenario, I mean, he's already on the PUP list. I don't see him coming off before 
week one. I, I just don't. He hasn't been. Yeah. He hasn't been out there. And if he's not going to come off PUP before week one, he's shelled for six weeks. Uh, that's the rule. So if he starts the season on PUP, uh, we won't be seeing him. So, I, I mean, best case scenario at this point is he's going to play 10 games. Best case scenario. Um, so, yeah, I think relying on Jersberg, any if at all this season, is probably misguided. Dave, another positive. Trying to be positive. They say I'm too doomy. I mean, let, let, let's, let, let, let's hold on. Let, let's let's cut off the digits here for a second. I mean, what what is Jersberg's history with this team? Back surgery. This is just since he's joined the team, about a year. Back surgery, four games played, torn knee ligament. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I don't see how that history. You're talking about spinal surgery and major knee surgery, all within a year. I just. I don't see how, even if that guy makes the field, you can assume that he's going to be able to do anything productive. No, it's just it's just a giant cluster. Dave, there was one positive, or there was a couple of positive, but another positive was Marcus Murphy. How close are you to buying a Marcus Murphy jersey? Maybe you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm close. I mean, obviously they're not available yet, but maybe they will be. Um, he's you know I'm hoping he's like. The next year, Thomas. I love it. I was really surprised that uh, Peyton said that he's making the team. Uh, that is like so un-Peyton-like um, to put his to, to wear his heart on his sleeve like that and to put his cards on the table, um, especially for a rookie. He, but uh, that's probably just because he's so excited that a draft pick may have to work out. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm super excited about him. He, he he's looked he's looked great. Uh, uh, he, he's, he could definitely, especially considering um, C.J. Spiller has turned out to be a dud so far, and then we're waiting to see what's going to happen with him and his knee scope. Um, but uh, so so Murphy could potentially maybe fill a little bit of that void uh, uh, in, while Spiller is uh, getting healthy. Andrew, how, what Dave just touched on, if 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 CJ Spiller, if CJ Spiller misses two, let's say let's say it's positive for CJ Spiller and he misses the two weeks, like they say, and he comes back the third game, how much run do you think it's potential that Murphy gets the first two games as actual snaps, not just special? Yeah, snaps? well, I don't know what's wrong with Kyrie Robinson either, and that, it's going to be interesting to see what. Uh, but I, I don't really think. I just think Murphy's going to be a return guy, and I don't think they're really going to trust him early with the running back rule. I think they feel like Ingram and Kyrie can kind of do the pass-catching duties, um, and they can handle those assignments. And, you know, remember, another massive important part of catching the football is also pass protection. And if you're you're going to be in there to catch balls, you've also got to be able to – pick up blitz assignments, audibles, uh, blocking assignments, and those are things that you need experience with. And Kyrie and Mark, Mark Ingram have been with the team long enough that they know how to do that well. So I don't really see him being used too much in the offense. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get thrown in there for gimmick plays, for a screen pass, to, or something just kind of thrown in there to get him the football and see if he can do something in space. Um, but I don't see him just kind of – coming in and assuming C.J. Spiller's role and getting 15 touches or anything like that. 
Kevin, I know you don't watch preseason football. I um, do not. You are correct. Actually, <laughs> actually, incre- actually, hang on. I did manage to watch about 10 minutes of the Houston Texans game because uh, I was getting a pizza at Reginelli's with my mom, and they had it on the TV. So I did get to see uh, Drew Brees making some nice throws. I did get to see Drew Brees make some nice throws to Brandon Cook. So I feel confident about that. <laughs> well, that's nice. Other than that, sadly, no. sadly uh, both Dave and myself took our sons to that game. That was my son. I believe Dave's son is the was the first Saints game experience ever, sadly. <laughs> a memorable sure one, huh, Dave? A, me- a memorable one, yes. Uh, Dave, how concerned, or Kevin, how concerned are you, without watching any preseason football, that the Saints are going to struggle in the red zone? Fairly concerned because I I think during the preseason game didn't they like march down into the red zone and then they just stalled and they had to kick the field goal with that kid who ended up like he made the field goal in the red zone and then they had him kick like a fifty something yarder and he nailed that for some reason yeah right so right. so basically what will happen is so what will happen is they'll stall in the red zone a few a bunch and then and he'll make those and then he'll make the ones that are like fifty one and fifty two but then he'll but then he'll choke on a thirty three yarder. And we'll all want to go hang well, Garrett Hartley plays closet. for the Steelers, Kevin. Garrett Hartley plays for the Steelers now. That's not that, that's for long. He doesn't. What's that? They just traded for Josh Scobie. He, I don't think oh. he's going to be with the Steelers. Oh, very poor Garrett Hartley. Hartley injured himself. <laughs> deer hunting? No, I'm a football. Did he fall out of a deer blind? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, before we get, to, we got just fan. Fantastic questions to to go, but I want to get Dave and Andrew fifty three man roster projections. Not the whole fifty three, but is there one? Yeah, yeah, please, thank you. Is <laughs> Dave? Is there one thing that you look at the roster and now you think a guy from the cuts today that happened, a guy that you maybe were kind of thinking, oh, he may or may not make the team. Now you're like, oh, that guy, he's making the team now. Somebody who's definitely not making the team now? Some Somebody who's either or, who, who you think after today is definitely making the team or definitely not making the team. And if you say Marcus Murphy or somebody they cut today, no, I so won't. help me God, I'm going to reach through Skype and I'm going to punch you in the face. I won't say Marcus Murphy. I will say, look, I think Brandon Coleman and I think Lee Snead are definitely making the team as your receivers. Um, I think that uh, Rowe and Baptiste, and who is that fifth corner? I don't. Yeah, Swan, Damian Swan. Yeah, he's got to yeah, make probably. the team. He's got to make yeah. the team, dude. They can't. They can't cut him. He'll get. He won't make it through waivers. I don't think. And I mean, but to be honest with you, this next game, this last game, uh, you know, could could determine a few spots. Uh, you know, I, what I'm interested to see is Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin's going to get a lot of work this fourth game. And everybody feels like McCown kind of shit the bed against Houston and didn't look good. And um, kind of. Well. And so I mean, if, if Griffin takes you know most of his opportunity and uh, kicks some ass uh, in this final game, you know you could make the argument why bother hanging on to McCown who's older if you've got a, another guy who is. Uh, 
at least equally good, if not better, you know. And but but I, you know, I heard Nick Underhill talking with uh, you know I don't know who it was, maybe Christian Garrick or uh, Mike Dettelier or something. Um, and he was kind of still leaning toward McCown, even though he had, even though he had his poor performance against Houston. Uh, didn't like McCown. Didn't like McCown and Drew Brees' mentor, boys mentoring Garrett Grayson. Wait, what? Didn't I thought like Mc, like Drew Brees really likes having McCown around? Yeah, I think they've got a good relationship. Yes, absolutely. And then you know you can have you, that way you've got two older guys that are there to to uh, mentor and to and to tutor Garrett Grayson, who I think they're obviously hoping will come along and maybe be the next guy. Um, so. Uh, you know, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. Ryan Griffin's got an uphill battle, but I mean, if, if he plays lights out, he, he could, he could get himself a spot. All right. Um, before we get to Twitter, yeah, questions. I think I, I don't think Grayson, I don't think Griffin has any shot. No. I, mean, I, I think he would have to play. I mean, he would literally have to throw for 250 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. I think to to salvage a roster spot at this point. Uh, anything short of that. Um, but, yeah, I agree with Dave. I mean, I, I think really we, we pretty much know what the 53-man roster is, save a handful of guys. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think any most of those projections are the same, and, and we kind of have a good feel at this point. Most fans do. Uh, I, the two things I'm really looking for in this last preseason game uh, for two spots, still kicker, I think that's undecided. I still think Dustin Hopkins is the guy, but Hawker had a really good game against the Texans, and I think – um, that's coming down to the wire, so I think those two kickers battling it out is still a question mark, and be looking to see how they kick against the Packers. I think that's Thursday, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they do all the preseason games on the last. They do all the the last preseason games on Thursday, so everybody gets like a week and a half to prepare okay. for the. Is, is, is it is it Thursday, Ralph? Yeah, it is. Okay, so the kicker, and then the other thing is receiver. Um, you know, you, you've got the both Morgans, Shantavius, Sneed, Brandon Coleman. I've named about five guys. There's probably three spots for those guys. Um, so that that's another one I'm going to pay close attention to, see if any of those receivers play well in this Packers game. All right, we got Twitter questions coming up. But, Kevin, you wanted to say something about uh, Kevin's grandfather passed away. And if you didn't, you don't know anything about Kevin's grandfather, he's was like an icon of the New Orleans media television world. So Kevin uh, wanted to say a few things. So Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, yeah just real quick. He was uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, proverbial captain of industry and uh, just kind of like loomed larger than life. Because like, you know, when I was a kid, like you don't really understand what the hell Oh, he runs a, an affiliate for CG. You don't really understand what running an affiliate is. Like, I just thought, oh, he kind of, like, runs television. And so, like, I would go to him with, like, ideas. Like, yeah, you guys need to make sure that The Flash stays on TV, like, all the time. And then, you know, CBS actually canceled The Flash. So I was kind of bummed out about that. And I thought it was, like, a personal, like, slight to me. Um, and then, like, as I got older, and sort of understood what he did. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, he runs a TV station. Cool. Um... Yeah, just like he's very work driven and managed to raise a family of ten kids and, you know, doted on his wife who was a goddamn saint of a woman and like he he was 
dedicated to work and dedicated to his family and dedicated to, you know, like, integrity and stuff. And that's the, like, I kind of always end up asking myself, like, if I see a big situation or, like, a big decision I have to make, I always say, well, what, what would he approve? What, what, would, what would he do? And I don't know, he's the kind of guy that, like, if he told you good job or if he uh, smiled at you or whatever, you'd, you'd be him for a week. He just he just had that kind of power, he, it, and it's it sucks that he's gone, and I'm gonna miss him a whole bunch. Um, but the man lived to be 99 years old, and he passed away in his sleep in his house in the same room that his uh, that his wife passed away in. So I would say that he he went out uh, he he stuck to dismount. So I I, I, I I say kudos to you, Mike Early. Kudos to you. Well said, Kevin. And for anybody... I'm looking New at Kevin right now. He has tears streaming yeah. down his face. And for people in New Orleans, if you, if you still don't know the name, 70% of you that watch Channel 4, he's the reason you watch Channel 4. He made he made he made cha- he made Channel Four number one forty five or whatever years ago it was fifty years ago and it stayed number one and Mike Early is that guy. So um, now we'll try to lighten the mood as we try to segue. Uh, and I'm just a mediocre host, so I don't know how to do it. Terrible so, hosting job. It is supposed to go with the bad shit right at the very end. Like I know, I know, I know, but we got to mix it up, you know. We went with we went with when we when we did sad stuff sad stuff at the end and we did um, Roddy Piper people didn't like it they were like oh you ended on a down note you sent me sent me mean DMs so I'm trying to like how did how did Lenny feel about that Lenny hates it Lenny <laughs> Lenny hated it hey Lenny hi right. Lenny miss you pa- sweetie Patty O asks podcast questions what did you do to destroy the toilet that's a reference to me last night my bathroom had a catastrophe water came up from the sink flooded everything uh i want to say that i ate like 900 pounds of nolan ryan sausage but it just just my plumbing gave out um kevin here's a question for you did justin bieber cry at the video music awards because the saints are going to suck this year true or false true yes true what's or false? the question True. 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 That's what I'm going to... Yeah, sure. And Kanye was so despondent, he decided to run for president. I'd vote for Kanye before I'd vote for Trump. Um, let's see. Uh, put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Put that on a gosh darn t-shirt. Um, Dave, here's a good question from Dylan. Will the Saints break the 2008 Chiefs defensive record for fewest sacks in a season which is 10. Uh, that's a very real possibility, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, my liver will not survive till November if the Saints can't get, get 10 goddamn sacks. Like no, they'll no. zero blitz on every play if they have to to get to 11. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they won't do that. Uh, Andrew, who has more sacks for 2015, J.J. Watt or the Saints defense? J.J. <laughs> Watt. Uh, this is from Eric Valentine. Kevin, is it possible to spell Jairus without IR? <laughs> that was my favorite question. <laughs> that, is that, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Get that man a can of coke. Uh, that's, uh, that's good stuff. 
<laughs> this is from Todd Newberg. Dave, I've heard rumors that Sean Payton was able to quit Vicodin, but now he's addicted to Sneed. Can you confirm? I can confirm that. Can I confirm that? <laughs> uh, Andrew, Wallace wants to know. I hope he gets addicted to MVP. <laughs> Andrew, this is a serious question from Wallace. He, he says... I think Madden 16 has a glitch. There is a quote-unquote Jarris Bird on the roster starting at free safety for the Saints. Should I return? Should I return it? Man, we got a lot of get good all of your money back. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's faulty Wa- mechanics. No, Wallace, don't worry. Don't uh, oper- operate that game with extreme caution. Wallace, you probably have a gas leak in your house and you're hallucinating. You need to head for the exits immediately. Get some fresh dial air. Dial 911. Dial 911, get some fresh air. Kevin, which, this is from Dylan, which unit ranks lower in 2015, the Saints defense or the Panthers offense? Hold on. Oh. Shit, I'll yeah, say, I'll say the Panthers, Panthers offense. offense. I'll try and be optimistic. Uh, Dave, another one from Dylan. If... If one player can be great in 2015 and the other goes to IR, who would you choose, Spiller or Bird? Uh, I would choose Bird. Uh, that's sure. a good question. No, that's, that's an easy one. Um, I would put Spiller on IR. Uh, the Saints offense could uh, could probably keep on keep on rolling without uh, without effect. Uh, but uh, the, the defense could definitely use a healthy uh, Pro Bowl caliber season from uh, Jarris. Wait, are we are we promised that the guy that doesn't go on IR is awesome? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who would you choose, Andrew? Yeah, then I agree with Dave. The, the, the thing is, I have more confidence in Spiller actually performing if, in, if he's healthy than I do Bird. Yeah. I just man, I just think man, they they bought a lemon, man. That's what it is with Bird. They just bought a lemon and and just that's it. I don't like I don't know what else to say. This is from Trillmatic, Kevin. Am I, I right? They're to supposed bo- to make lemonade then. <laughs> uh, Kevin, uh, am I right to believe that Murphy is going to be the savior this season, since starting field position is so important? Oh. oh. You might be be delusional. (laughs) Traumatic. Uh, This is a good question. I'm going to take this. is from Dylan. Uh, And actually, I'll answer it. Then we can go around the horn with it because it's good. If the Saints defense can be good at one thing, mediocre at something else, and awful at the other two things, what would they be? I'm going to say if you want them to be good at something, just be good at getting turnovers, man. Because if they're going to – even if they suck at everything else, if they can get – if they can run themselves into 25 – 30 turnovers, then at least you get more possessions for Drew Brees. Um, but Dave, if if you said the Saints, if, 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 you, if I had to tell you pick one thing the defense is just going to be awful at, what would it be? Would it be so crazy if I said sacks? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't really want them to be awful at anything. Um. Yeah. Tough one. Uh, 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 I, I, there's, there's no answer for this. You well, know. Andrew, what can, what can the Saints 
defense be awful at and not sink the entire season? Maybe maybe rush the run defense. You know, maybe they can give up a bunch of yards on the ground, but as long as they're not. I, I, I would be okay with I would be okay with them being awful at at turnovers, as long as they you know were able to stop the run, get off the field on third down, you know, as long as they weren't penalized a ton. Uh, you know, I mean, I, obviously, I'd love for them to have turnovers, but you know, you, we, we'd be talking about really the twenty what was it, the 2013 defense that was good? Um, they, they were very limited in turnovers, but the difference is, you know, they were good at getting off the field on third down. So I, I think you could stomach and live with something like that. Doug Wiseman said, get out, get out, get out, of, get out of my head, head Andrew Jude. <laughs> I was going to say, if they could be good at something, third down and if they had to be bad at something, I probably, I probably would have said turnovers, turnovers and the mediocre things, maybe run defense. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that defense, man, it's, we'll get into it next week for the preview episode, but, man, it is going to – at the beginning of the year, at least, I think it's going to be 2012-level bad. I just oh, – Jesus. I just think I just think they have they have too many young guys and not enough talent, and it's just going to be – like, Drew Brees better be balling in September to for the Saints to win game. Doug Wiseman, he asked – he said, Jarris Bird called me and said – Ralph, when you stop calling him Jarius, he will return. It's been your fault all, all along. Thanks. It's not, not really a question, but uh, Sean, I liked it, so I read it, Doug. Blame, blame me. Everybody else does. Um, this is a good question, Andrew. I'm, I saved this one for you. This is from Sean. In addition to the 15 pass rush and the 14 secondary, what other historic units would make the Saints all suck team? Historical units? Yeah. Oh, man. Any pass uh, offense from Bum Phillips if you want to go old. Yeah, school, no, I think you got to go 60, 60s and 70s could give them a run for their money. Yeah. I mean, they had a year. They had a year well, what's the, oh, uh, what's the name of uh, Kevin's boy, Gregory? Ooh, Ted Gregory, yeah. Yeah, Ted Gregory has a play. <laughs> Ted <right>. Gregory. <laughs> yeah. Four. Uh... Sean Knight has a place on this. Sean, Kevin, this is from Brian. He asks, how many woodchucks would you chuck for a pass rush? I would chuck, I would chuck all, all of the woodchucks. Infinity. <laughs> uh, Give me all the woodchucks. I would chuck the little bastards into a ravine if I have to. Dave, <laughs> Dave, does Brandon Coleman follow Breeze and... Does, he, does Brandon Coleman follow Drew Brees and Brandon Cooks around singing Lollipop Guild? <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think it's to that extreme, but I definitely think he's willing to learn, and uh, you know, he, he wants to learn as much as he can from uh, from Drew in particular. I'm sure, and I'm sure he wants to uh, build a rapport for him. Uh, this question Man, th- these questions are on fire. These are. Yeah, these are this, good questions, and we're giving lame-ass answers. This is, I don't quite understand. How fast would John Jenkins ABS Pete very kicked out of a buffet? I think it's an eating joke. Wait, ABS a- a- Pete? I don't know what that means. I'm not I think it's Andres Pete and... and and John Jenkins and Buffet, uh, 
When I hear Pete Jenkins and Buffet, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking this is a fat guy, Jeff. <laughs> um, so, yes, yes. My answer to the question is yes, they both are fat. Yes, they both like to eat. And uh, that probably doesn't fall for the Saints because they play in New Orleans. High five. Kevin, I, this is a good question for you. If you could take any Billy Joe or Luke McCown to back up Drew Brees, wouldn't you go with Lance Moore? <laughs> that is the correct answer, sir. We would also accept Dave Cariello. We would also have accepted Andrew Jude. We also would have accepted Ralph Marlboro and his, uh, and his new alarm. And we also would have accepted uh, Sean Olean. And Billy Joe Armstrong. I would have gone with Billy Joe Armstrong. Is J.T. O'Sullivan an option? Ooh, man. Oh, the JT, the JT, oh, oh, no, never mind. I was thinking of the Todd Bauman experience. Oh, my God, Todd Bauman. He was – he. how many games – he started at the end of the Katrina year. That was just like the – I think that was – Yeah, that yeah. Was Jim Haslett's shivering of That was Jim Haslett's remember how much Remember how much the Saints used to run the halfback pass when Dalton Hilliard was on the team? You'd have that. That guy had a cannon. <laughs> Man, this, I think Jim Hazlitt playing Todd, playing Todd Bauman at the end of the 2005 season was just him shiving Saints fans on the way to the door. That's all that was. Um, so that does the, the that does the Twitter questions. Uh, quick reminder: we love our patrons, all six of you. You can go to our page. You can donate a dollar, twenty dollars, get a T-shirt, uh, contribute to us. We appreciate it. We need it for audio. Uh, we love you all. Please consider uh, donating whatever you can. Just a little. Be a patron. Be a patron. It's awesome. You get special. You get special incentives. Like Allie, she's a patron. She's going to get to do a 45 second rant after the Arizona game. We're going to play it on the podcast. If you become a patron, you could do that too. And I have agreed to take her out for a beverage. <laughs> Kevin, if you chase off our number one super fan, I will punch you in the dick. Uh, we will no shiv you much. We will shiv you much like Jim Haslett did <laughs> in the Todd Bauman era. That is so. And thanks to everybody for signing up for the two fantasy leagues for for the podcast. The, we have the adults league and the children's league. Fantasy. So that's going to be fun. We're doing our drafts this weekend. I'm sure. Kev- damn it. I'm sure Kevin will have many stories to tell you about my reckless. Uh, Auction overbidding. It's going to be delightful. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be. It's going to be delightful. So people, you get. Hey, and I've already, won, I've already won. I've already won best name in the uh, in the league. So. Yeah. Tell him your name. Why? What's that? Uh, uh, the the landed gentry. <laughs> ah, nice. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I'm a. Uh, I don't get it. I haven't seen the Godfather. Uh, <laughs> I like Tulane. Uh, 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 by the way, I have, I have a problem on Thursday because the Tulane game is at 8.30. What time is the Saints game? I have no idea. Like 6.30, who who So what? So I'm going to have to miss the Tulane this is, game, I guess. This is, all you need, this is all you need to know about the fourth preseason game. When, when Sean Payton was suspended for a year, during the fourth preseason game, he was at his son's football game. <laughs> That's all you need to know about the fourth preseason game, okay? 
I rest my case. So go, yeah. to, go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave's got all kinds of fun stuff. Andrew's got the roster breakdown and Brian doing his podcast, which thanks, guys, for having me on uh, that podcast on Sunday. That was delightful. Um, and Kevin is on the Twitters and uh, on the OKCupid. Is that correct, Kevin? Oh, no, it's OK Tinder. OK Tinder? Yeah. yeah. The Tinder. He's on the Tinder Cupid. He's on the, he's on the Tinder Cupid. So, for Dave. <laughs> he's on OK Tender. <laughs> it's Tender. So, for Dave, for Kevin, for Andrew, uh, I'm Ralph. Real football he- Real football is almost here. Thanks. Be well. Until next week, the bar is closed. Tennessee! We're in candy. We're in candy. Tennessee!